What's up, podcast listeners? First, we just wanted to thank you for all the support. We've been getting some amazing feedback from our listeners, and they seem to be really enjoying what we've been doing. So we have a special podcast for you today. It's not an interview. It's actually a recording of a special program that I did with Chris Baldassano, who is a graduate student at Rutgers University, Robert Wood Johnson, who's studying biomedical science. Um, He's creating a project called the 520XX Project, where he's focusing on longevity science over the next decade. Now, Chris is a great guy, um, and he produced a lot of the content himself for YouTube and for his class, of which he's going to be sharing all of the information. Now, I recorded parts of the conversation, and this 10 to 15-minute clip that we're sharing today talks through a few different things. Number one, many of the patients that have been to our office see the funny-looking baby posters that we have on the mall, on the wall rather. That is about dynamic neuromuscular stabilization, or DNS for short. And what that is is a rehabilitation technique that we utilize. Now, in this excerpt, we really go into detail of how it actually works and why it's relevant for so many of the patients that we see. We also talk about something interesting where if you or you know someone who has chronic neck pain that may go to the chiropractor or have massage therapy that feels good when they finish with the whatever treatment they're getting but eventually the pain comes back we talk through why this might be the case so there's a very interesting nugget here where if you know someone like that you may want to share this podcast with them Um, i was really happy with how this turned out and there's a few things on YouTube, uh, and we've also shared it on our social media, and we're going to make sure that we put the links in the bio here, or, or in the show notes rather, so that if you want or need more information, you can certainly watch it. So I hope you enjoy. This is the Stay Healthy New Jersey podcast, aimed at helping you live an active and healthy life in and around Somerset and Union County, New Jersey. This podcast is brought to you by Strive to Move, located in Warren and Berkeley Heights. Strive to Move helped active adults in New Jersey get back to doing what they love pain-free. Okay, so kind of moving into the dynamic neuromuscular stabilization. There's, I've seen these online. These Mm -hmm. are pretty classic charts of uh, development. So I guess going from three months into nine months. Not well, the... The, if you look, and if anyone that's watching that either has kids or we've all experienced it ourselves, we've done this in some way. And if you've had a problem neurologically or developmentally, you potentially may not have. Now, I put the second chart up first, actually. So you guys can see this is starting 7, 8, 9, 10, all the way down to 13. Now, from an athletic standpoint, this is relevant. Why? If you see, there's only, 12, there's only two positions here that are standing. The problem we have that we find with the the athletes or most of the athletic population that we see, and when I say athlete, I just mean anyone that uses their body and works out. So it doesn't have to be like LeBron James. The problem is that everything we do is standing, right? It's at a high level. It's a standing exercise, a squat, a deadlift, a press. It's all standing. The issue that we see is so many people struggle on everything that happens before. So you see this chart, and I'll pull the other one up as well. This is like the three, so this is starting at three months. Now, all the things that we'll get into, we wanna see, can you do your breathing and bracing at the three month position? 
can you do it at the four? Can you do it at the six? Can you do it at the nine? So to your point of we start people on a shoulder stabilization or a core stabilization, this is three months supine, right? It's the most basic thing. So if we wanna do breathing and bracing and you can't do it in three months supine, how are you gonna do it at 13 months? So kind of that, that's like that classic dead bug. I don't know if you call it mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Practice. Yep. yeah, that classic dead bug position yep. on the back. Mm -hmm. uh, I know in that position, I've heard a lot of like the neck flexors are looked at as well. Mm -hmm. Do you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, one of the, the easiest way to, to talk about it is that the deep cervical neck flexors and the abdominals actually function very similarly. And so there are people that could have neck pain that stems from the fact that they don't integrate their core very well and they essentially use their neck in place of their core. The wow. other thing that we see here, it happens a few times a year and it's a very interesting case and you can very much spot it right away. A very, it's usually a skinnier female that she's very skinny everywhere and she has hyperdeveloped cervical muscles, like neck muscles. Mm. Often they're very type A personality, higher stress, and they work out a lot. It's, and, and what they tell you when they come in is that they've done massage, they've done chiropractic, they've done PT. It feels good when they've done it, but it always comes back. Because their, their movement or just the way they, they hold themselves, maybe because of something similar, is just, is just wired. So to your point, a lot of times it's a core weakness, meaning that this doesn't work, so these work extra or going back. So one of the things that we talk to a lot of people about, especially in these, in these positions, is that we work on breathing mechanics a ton. And why is that important? So your diaphragm, which sits, um, if you look at like these pictures here, that's essentially where the diaphragm lives. And it starts at the bottom of your rib cage. And essentially when you take a good deep breath in, what should happen is the diaphragm drops. That's your primary breathing muscle, your diaphragm. If you don't do a belly breath properly, what's gonna happen? Your secondary muscles of breathing is going to work. What are those? So you're physically, mm -hmm. yeah. And what do we call it? Who's it? What's this? A stress breath. So just all day, stress breathing. Yeah. You're in that meeting, you're stressed out. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. And it, this is an exaggeration, but like normally it'll look some. So think about how many times breaths you take over the course of 48 years of wow. doing this breath. And then we wonder why these muscles are overdeveloped. They, they hurt all the time. And no matter how much I massage, loosen them up and stretch them, that it comes back. Wow. So kind of like moving forward, it looks like you start on the infant positions. Mm -hmm. And then you were kind of showing me before we started filming yeah. that a lot of it is going to be that, that turning motion. Transitions. So the transitions. Yeah. Right? So can you kind of talk about like why that would be relevant just like in just yeah. in general? Yeah, so if you think about, um, if you if you picture the, a baby, and again, if you've had a baby, you'll probably be able to see it. And I have a nephew now who's 10 months um, who we watched kind of go through all of this. And then I can share an interesting story about him too. Um, but he starts here laying on his back, not doing a whole heck of a lot. Normal development, eventually he's going to want to see toys and crawl and go and locomote. Now, in this position, he doesn't have the ability to do that. It's like just not happening. He's not ready. Right. Now, at some point, he's going to have to figure out that, okay, I want to go. I got to move, but I can't do it from my back. So what am I going to do? I got to figure out how to go to my side. Because eventually, if I can get to my side, what does that mean? I eventually can get on all fours, which right. is what? Crawling. Yeah. So... The baby, now again, we all know this, no one's coaching the baby to do this. Developmentally, it should, it just kind of happens. It should kind of happen. 
And if it doesn't, that's when we know we have an issue. Now, one of the interesting things about DNS is it's based out of, of the Prague School in Europe. And a lot of people say, you know, our system with pediatricians here is not really musculoskeletal based. It's much more like wait and see, where a lot of this stuff comes of, you know, is the baby developing normal? Rather than saying like, oh, let's see if it's a problem. It's, you know, all right, this baby is seven months. Are they getting are they able to get on all fours or, or are they not? Can they get in the right neck extended position here? Right. Can they brace on all fours? And sometimes they can't. Now, so my nephew at about nine months, he started to crawl. Now, when he started to crawl, it was interesting. He was in his quadruped, but he tucked his right knee underneath him and he kind of like shuffled. And we saw that and I was like, all right, something's not right here. Like, mm -hmm. so developmentally, for whatever reason, we don't know why, he's, he's great, he's healthy, but his right like hip just doesn't want to work. Wow. We have a video of it and like it's, I mean, he literally will shuffle three, two arms and one leg, but he doesn't use his leg. So we took him to actually a pediatric OT who does stuff like this. And what are they doing? They're getting him in like kneeling positions and placing him up, forcing him to get up on his right foot to just wow. to get his right glute going. And again, you know, we could go off on a tangent here of like, you know, what happens to him I, what, at 65? Yeah. Let's just theoretically say that wasn't corrected. Could he be the guy that, I don't know, my right hip, my right hip, and at 60, it's like, oh, you have degenerative right hip. Now, again, that's a big leap to take, sure. but it kind of makes sense. A lot of life in between, but, I mean, if you just never developed the right connection early on, yeah. even, like, if it's not happening then, you just can see how just losing function, like, from an injury or something when you're 30 is going to yeah. really have those yeah. downstream effects that people don't really consider. Of course, and most of the most of the problems that you know we see uh, degenerative changes in like a bony structure will never, almost never happen overnight. It's like I always tell people, grandma, grandma didn't get like this in That's one super day. Super kyphotic. Yeah, yeah it yeah. was like she probably at thirty was like here, and then at forty she was here, and then sixty she was here, and then you know eventually it became impossible for her to get out of that position. But the same thing happens developmentally. Like he, you know. 20 you're good, 30 you're good, 50 you're good. It's like, I don't know what happened. My right hip just started hurting one day. And what's interesting is like in the three, in the six month, it looks like you're in that little bit of like a back extension. A little bit. Well, what you're getting there more than anything, actually, if you look here, the first thing that a baby needs to do to be able to see is develop neck extension. Mm. Now, what neck extension really is, is a normal cervical lordosis, right? So without these muscles working, imagine you're not having the ability to, right? So... Yeah, so that it's a retraction extension motion. Now a baby that, you know, starts getting some and they can't lift their head up, like that's a problem. Now right. there are babies and kids that have, you know, muscular dystrophy or, or some some things and they will never be able to do a lot of this. Well, stuff. What are we all doing every day? You got your phone and you're oh, just down yeah. and you're just completely losing that control. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And we'll show examples of how we take the we have a guy now, 40-year-old accountant who is here and mm -hmm. you know we've got to get him into this silly little position to right start tucking the chin in and getting back and right that. now it's yeah. and we did a little bit of work with this guy today uh and i stopped early on because i was like you are going to be so sore because it's like we're not doing anything crazy with him we're just getting him into right this position that he hasn't done in 30 years and it's like interesting because with this like you might see it, you're like i'm gonna be 
crawling, I'm going to be laying on my back. Yeah. And it's, it's really like maybe maybe the meta game of exercise, but it's really important because yeah. like you said, he's just never using these muscles and all yeah. of a sudden things that should be holding up your posture every day yeah. just aren't activated. And you're right. Some people get it. And that's why I think, you know, being in medical practice is more than just the chart. Medi- you know, there's a lot of people that do a lot of weird stuff, medically, non-medically, holistically, and I think some of it's weird. Now, to me, this stuff is very normal and it makes sense. But if I'm a person off the street and my neck hurts and some schmuck told me to go and do a baby position, I'm like, what is this guy doing? So, right. you know, that's where, you know, the other side of this comes of the medical side of like, hey, I know this looks weird. Just stick with me. Right. You know, if you don't, you know, let's have a conversation about it. Because again, like, the hell is this? Like, Baby's crawling. Why I'm like putting a lot of this together yeah. is like so that like the guy off the street can like, okay, that that actually makes sense and kind of see just where we're going and kind of just get a deeper understanding. We never we work with people here that we we do the we try to do the best job we can um, to explain everything to them and talk to them. But at the end of the day, like if they don't want to be here or don't buy into what we're doing, mm-hmm. it's it's not going to work. So it's easy to just say, oh yeah, that makes sense to you and I, like right. we, we geek out on this stuff. But you know, the average Joe that comes off the street, like he just right. wants to, uh, you know, be able to golf 18 holes without a shoulder it's hurting. That change of mindset as well, right? Oh, it yeah. isn't until the patient really like embraces kind of the therapy that they're gonna get the results that they want. There's another um, uh, therapy that talks about breathing and one of the things that they, and I respect this, this thing very much, um, and they use balloons to breathe. So mm. <sighs> using a balloon, because it makes yeah. sense, all right? Makes yeah. sense. Um, but I was around a guy who was actually um, a professional baseball player, and they asked him about the organization that he was in. Like, what do you think? And he goes, oh, they're, they're, they don't know what they're doing. Well, tell me why. I don't know. My shoulder hurt, and they had me breathing in a balloon. <laughs> but that's where it can go wrong. Like, in his world, now, I, I knew what they were doing. They were working on his core breathing instability, but this, they didn't explain it to him well enough to make it relevant, so he thinks those guys don't know what they're doing. I just bought a product called the Power Lung. Power Lung, great product. Anyway, the whole point of it is you can adjust the dial so then as you're like doing resistant breathing, yeah. you know, it's kind of forcing you to use those those deeper muscles. And like I bought it, and I'm like, wait, why did I do this? Yeah. But now I'm like, okay, maybe there is some some real validity to it. Yeah. This is exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. There's something to it. Absolutely. Great. Um, okay. So maybe move on into our next uh Let's next do part. it. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Thank you for tuning in to the Stay Healthy New Jersey podcast brought to you by Strive to Move. If your pain or injury is preventing you from living the healthy and active lifestyle you love and deserve and want to get back to doing what you love pain-free, we offer both a free ebook and free over-the-phone consultation to help you figure out the root cause of your pain and the best next steps to help resolve it. Find our ebooks online at strivetomove.com slash ourservices. There you'll find an ebook for topics on such things as back pain, knee pain, sports injuries, and CrossFit injuries. These ebooks will provide you with free expert advice, tips, and exercises to help solve your pain from the comfort of your own home. Just visit strivetomove.com slash our services to download your ebook and have it delivered directly to your inbox. We also offer free, no obligation phone consults with a doctor on staff to New Jersey residents. Just call us at 908-547-0729 or visit us at strivetomove.com and click 
the Talk to the Doctor First button on the homepage to schedule a call with us. Thanks again for joining us, and we will see you next time on the Stay Healthy New Jersey podcast.